Welcome to the Believe Podcast, a conversation between friends over a passage of scripture. I'm Carolyn Kirsten. And I'm Marvin Williams. And today is episode 110. Today we are learning that Jesus teaches about Sabbath by his actions as well as direct teaching. We're going to see it play out yep, in we've, both ways. We've talked a little bit about this in the past, episode 96, if you yes, want to go back. In our Spiritual Rhythms yep, series, uh, yes. Listen to that, you can. Um, so, uh, question. Okay. How do you prefer to spend or use your weekends? How do I prefer to spend <laughs> I was going to say, this weekend we have some yard work that we have to do, right. but yard work is not my preferred way to spend <laughs> my weekend. Uh, but I do like, well, during the fall, watching football. I love reading. I do tend to, yeah, quieter. Oh, hanging out with the family. Um, going to Qdoba after church right. is a regular nice. rhythm we have. Okay. okay. little product placement there. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? Same thing. Um, again, in the fall, um, college football. Yeah. Either I'm watching it or attending, uh, attending games. Um, I just, I, I love it. I, I kind of go back and forth, um, between games at times and, um, Fall, I prefer that. Uh, same thing with in the fall, basketball season, later fall. Yeah. Uh, love watching, uh, love watching sports or uh, love watching basketball or going to a basketball game. Um, yeah, just if there are things around the house to be done, um, I I don't prefer to do that. But, but it's, it's a good time to do it. It's a good time to do it. Yes. Um, I, um, yeah, those are some things that I, I, I do on the weekend, but I prefer to just kind of veg a little bit, watch games. Um, and, um, and yeah, that's my, that's my weekend. So, um, I, I would, I prefer something restful yes. and to me that is restful. So why are we talking about this? Um, we, we hit upon Sabbath, as I mentioned in episode 96, uh, but we, we bump up against it again in these, uh, in these stories and, one story kind of catapults us into, particularly from John, kind of catapults us into a, a conversation about Sabbath. Mm -hmm. And so in John chapter five, this man um, is, you know, we come across a man who's been lame for 38 years and Jesus sees him. One of the things I love about this particular story is that Jesus is the initiator. Hmm. He initiates contact with this man who's been lame for 38 years. And, um, and so, um, so Jesus sees him, comes over to him and Jesus asks a very, very curious question. Do you, you know, what, what do you want me to do for you in a, in essence? Um, and the man responds, how? Um, he says, well, he explained, um, so yeah, when Jesus says, do you want to be healed? He says, sir, I, I can't do this myself. Yeah, like yeah. he's at this pool of Siloam, which was known to have healing properties that when there were certain times which you had to get in there first. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, being a lame man, he was not able to do that himself. So he says, uh, yeah, I want to get well, but I can't do this for myself. I think, and, and the fact that Jesus asks him, do you want to get well, does feel a little bit like a duh sort of question. Right. right. Um, but I think there is value in understanding actually what our desires Absolutely. are Absolutely. and acknowledging those. I think a lot of us go through life kind of numb to what 
what our truest heart's desires are. And Jesus cares about those. Like he actually wants him to articulate. Yeah. Do you want to get well? Yes, I I really do. Yeah. Yeah. And so. Jesus and, and Jesus recognizes that and he tells him, take up your mat and walk. And and we see from the story the man receives strength in his legs and and he's now walking. Um he, you know, he Ultimately, he doesn't know who actually healed him, but the fact that he's healed and now he's walking, he's carrying his mat on the Sabbath. Uh, actually, John lets us know that, and it was the Sabbath. Dun, dun, and dun. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that's a big deal because the religious leaders find him carrying his mat, walking, and they celebrate him, right? Unfortunately, no. <sighs> they miss out on that completely. They just get all worked up yeah. about the fact that he's carrying his mat on the Sabbath, which, oh, if let's let's hope we are not like that as yeah. followers of Jesus, that we get so worked up about petty little things. And unfortunately, I know we this does happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we get worked up about petty little things that don't go with the preferences that we prefer and that's what's happening there. That was the Sabbath, this re weekly rhythm of rest, which we talked about in detail in that episode. That's what it was about. But then all kinds of nitpicky little details yeah. had been added to the law. And that's what they get so worked up about. And they miss the whole exciting point of this moment that this man has been healed. 38 years. He's not been able to walk. And you would think that religious leaders would say, oh, God is at work. Yes, right. And and instead of celebrating, they they criticize. And then they badger him. They ask him questions. You know, who told you you can do this? And, and the man has limited knowledge about who actually healed him, mm -hmm. which I, I, I kind of love. Be, I mean, in, in, when I say limited knowledge, the, the man is, is, um, is, is very innocent in this sense. Mm -hmm. And so I don't, I don't know. And I don't know who did it. And, and so, which, which releases another initiation, Jesus initiates again, finds him in the, uh, I think he's in the temple, the synagogue and, um, and Jesus has a conversation. He rounds out his knowledge of who Jesus is. And, um, and then he tells this man, um, you know, some, you know, this, you know, says, hey, listen, uh, in, a, in essence, go and sin no more, mm -hmm. lest a worse thing come upon you. So there's there's a maybe a little bit of a connection with the man's lifestyle and the how he ended up this way. That's not in every case, but it, we get a sense that Jesus uh, recognizes that there's something uh, there's something there. And, um, and so what happens then? Yeah. And then Jesus addresses the Pharisees, um, angst about what is yeah, happening. Yeah. And he reminds them, my father is working. He's always working and I am working. And this is one of those references we mentioned at the last episode about new wine in new wineskins, this Sabbath tradition, which again, has been established the entire through, I mean, even from the very beginning of Genesis, um, Jesus isn't saying throw Sabbath out the window, but he's saying, hey, let's look at this in a new way. And human need 
meeting human needs takes priority over rituals and dry practices. Absolutely. Every day of the week. My my father, God, is always working, and I am working too, to meet the needs of people. Which lets me know they, if, instead of being upset with Jesus, they probably should have been upset with 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 God, because Jesus is saying God is the one who's doing this. He is the one who's working. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get upset with someone, don't get upset with me. I'm only doing what I see the Father doing. I'm yeah. only doing what the Father does. And so um, if you want to, again, if you want to be all, you know, in a tizzy about something, you should be arguing with God because Jesus simply reminds them of the purpose of the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. The purpose of the Sabbath is to meet human need. The purpose of the Sabbath is to show acts of compassion and mercy that takes precedence over keeping, um, you know, keeping a rule. Um, and so I think Jesus reminds them of the purpose of the Sabbath. And this is not the only time they get upset with Jesus about this, (laughs) what he does on the Sabbath. Um, Matthew and Mark and Luke record a time when Jesus and his disciples are going through the grain fields and they, his disciples are pulling some heads of grain as they are going through and eating them harvesting is what the Pharisees call that. And they get up in arms again, like, why are your disciples doing this? You're not supposed to be harvesting on the Sabbath. And how does Jesus handle this disgruntledness? And and again, he is reminding them that, that he uses a story from, from the old Testament and how, when David and his men were hungry, they, they were able to get food from, um, you know, from the, the holy place in a sense. And so there here again is human need takes precedent over Mm -hmm. these petty rules, as you say. And so if there's a need, then I'm, I, I should meet that need as opposed to saying, well, this is my day off. Can't meet that need. Or it's a day of rest. Can't meet that need. Uh, again, the Sabbath was made for us to actually bless God in um, in in not only resting our bodies, but also helping other people to experience rest, whether it's dealing with hunger issues, dealing with medical issues. When we serve people in that way, we're helping them to experience a level of rest and shalom Mm -hmm. that is bringing back together those pieces that are broken. So when a person is hungry and we feed them, that's bringing shalom. When a person is sick and we help to mend that that ailment, we're bringing a level of shalom and, and we can do that on any day. Right. It doesn't have to be a special day. Um, so, so again, I think Jesus is highlighting once again, that it's not about ritual. It's not about a a dull rule. It really is about how do we show compassion and love and and mercy to people who are in need. Mm -hmm. And I love how Jesus states it in Mark 2, 27, that the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. The Sabbath's purpose is to help us to work from a place of rest, to celebrate and enjoy the good gifts that God has given us. And if instead it's become this list of don'ts, um, even last night in my Bible study, we were talking about um, Sundays and one of the the gals said that her dad growing up 
lived in a very strict household and he hated Sundays. Like the very thing that I'm sure his parents did not <laughs> wow. want, but because they could hardly talk, they couldn't play with their toys. I mean, it was just this very somber, serious, you can't do anything. Exactly the opposite of what the purpose of the Sabbath is for. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think again, it, it is, um, it is that new wine and new wine skins and, um, and Jesus releases us. He frees us yes. from, uh, from duty and rule and, and to say, even on a Sabbath, it is really about the heart and not about the outward appearance. It's not about performance. It really is about God gripping, uh, gripping, uh, gripping our hearts. So, mm-hmm. so what, uh, and then there's one more, okay. then he just keeps going, doing all these <laughs> things. Cause he also heals a man, um, with a withered hand and speaking to Jesus's focus on the heart. Yeah, yeah. It is in Mark, uh, three, five, where, they're you know, getting up in arms that he's healed on the Sabbath. And it says, and he looked around at them with anger, grieved at their hardness of heart. Oh, this is actually before and said to them and said to the man, stretch out your hand because they kind of challenged him like, hey, is he going to is he going to heal this guy? Oh, sure enough. But that Jesus is grieved at their hardness of heart or another version. The NIV says deeply, deeply distressed, distressed yeah, yeah. at their stubborn hearts like this is a big deal. Yeah. Um, when we've reduced the Sabbath to rituals and rules, we have so missed it. And that is deeply disturbing. Yeah. Deeply disturbing. Yeah. And I think I think uh, Jesus's question sums up this entire thing. Would you rather I do good or harm? Yeah. And that that's a pretty simple, a compelling question. No. And they were silent, like, because, of course, you should do good. And and that. I think that closes the loop on this to say, if we're able to do good on the Sabbath as opposed to harm, then we should choose to do good all the time, whether it's our rest day or not, that that part of the shalom of God that we're bringing is to be able to do good, be, being able to take broken pieces and bring them back together again. And, um, and if that's feeding the hungry, going to visit individuals in the hospital or in prison, that's a part of that. And again, we can do that on Sunday. We can do that on Saturday. We can literally do good anytime. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think that's what God invites us to do. Absolutely. Yeah. So what can we believe about God, ourselves and others from these yeah, this I, section. I, I think, man, for for uh, what we can believe about God is that that God truly wants us to enjoy the Sabbath hmm. and he wants us to bless others on the Sabbath. Uh, it's not about ritual. It's not about rule, um, but it truly is about this sense of how do I enjoy God and how do I enjoy others on a day that God has given to us as a gift. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so anyway, I think that's, that's one of the things that I can, I can know and believe about. Yeah. I, I totally agree with that too. Like how, what a beautiful gift it is that God has given to us that, and this is a day not for rules and rigidity. I mean, I for sure can be prone to legalism and, you know, falling into like, Oh, it's gotta be a certain way. But just remembering, hey, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath, I think is a great reminder of just holding that loosely, looking for those opportunities if there are needs that can be met. Um, 
and enjoying that opportunity for rest that yeah. God has built in for us. Yeah. And I think for, for me is every chance I, I have to do good and not harm, mm-hmm. uh, it really, it really becomes a boundary. Um, so if what I'm about to say is going to hurt or harm someone, then I am adding to the brokenness as opposed to bringing shalom. Yeah. So asking those two questions, am I doing good or am I doing harm? Uh, I think helps me to shape how I Sabbath. Um, and, and ultimately God invites us to, to do good, um, in, um, you know, to his glory, of course, not to do good, just to do good, but to do good, to help, uh, bring shalom to a broken world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you friends for joining us. If you like what you hear, subscribe, then you can get the episode every Tuesday morning, right on your phone and your podcast player. And also share these episodes with your friend. You could have your own spiritual conversation with a friend this week. 